Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the pregame with Jubilee. Hello, this is Jubilee, and you are listening to the pregame on Thump. I am here in the studio. At Red Bull Studios in Chelsea, actually recording with Faulty DL, who's going to be my guest today. As you know, I just put out an album, so today I'm gonna play kind of on that vibe, a couple songs, then me and Faulty are gonna have a little chat, and then he's gonna play us some tunes. So I'm gonna start out with Opalaka off of my album After Hours. Let's do this.
She start ball, so the thing get hot And she soon bubble over like soup in a pot You know the thing big, so me tell her relax When me whine in the rock and touch the cheese pot She ball out Up like a playboy bunny Tell her will that Turn to the She say me big like beer and she gummy Under the spell of the bedroom bully All makeup gets me off when me doogie See her here there Make me pull it Draw the fat fat back on the body She never get it like this I'm certain Climax before me draw the curtain Climax before me put the work Big man I'm a sick party old virgin That me a talk about Waterfall so none of them can't call drought Nature calls so me hear it all about When me done, how this shit call out
This one is Afrobeat remix of Deneo, Mami No Like. I love this tune. And before that, we had Happy Colors, Palante. Gonna play a few more, and then we have Faulty Deal up here. This is Jubilee, and you're listening to the pregame.
bear back girl, you don't need your cram Big man to me with a big highlander Gun fire like my one Instagram I want me set when they land in color Don't try a thing, any man get bad up Don't make me jump on mic and know that Kill all of them Kill all of them That is a Champion and Flavor D collab called Kill All of Them featuring Slick Don. And before that was a pretty cool edit that Plastician sent me. And I was just telling Faulty DL how much I love Plastician's label called Terrorism. Yeah, that was the Bump and Grind mix? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, yeah, his SoundCloud always kind of has gems on it. Is that is that where you get a lot of the stuff from or does he send them to you? Um, both. Yeah. Like he'll like tweet them or send them. Um, or DM them. <laughs> nice. How, yeah, how are you getting most of the music you're playing out these days? Demos? I or? think a lot of people, like, I usually tweet, like, hey, if you're going to send me music, send it. And then I go through demos as well. Yeah, yeah. I have, I do that's my Tuesday. Tuesday's demo day. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, like, once a week. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But if you send it to me on Tuesday, then it's like, I won't get to it till next Tuesday. Yeah. And people, like, never get it. They're like, did you listen? And you're <laughs> like, listen, I have a system. Well, you know what's funny? You know what just happened to me? And oh, I was going to say what just happened to me. It happened to both of us. as We just released our albums. <laughs> we did. And I got a lot of demos on the day I released my album. It's hmm. like, it's like, hey, you know, you just put that out here. I'm sure you got a lot of time today to just check yeah. out all this other stuff. <laughs> it's just funny timing. But, uh, totally. but, but I'm honored that people think that, I, that I'm worthy of their demos. How has your album week been? 
It's, uh, I, good. I would consider last week like really album week, like, you know, leading up to the Friday release. I'm now I'm just enjoying relaxing, not having to worry about it. Yeah, totally. You it's know, a got, weird feeling. Yeah, it is weird. I've gotten I've I have the the uh, perhaps the advantage of, of being a little used to it. I've done a few, um, and it, it doesn't become any less weird, but it becomes a bit more comfortable. I'm not I can just sort of step away from checking out how it's being received and whatnot, but. I still have that instinct to, to, you know, to know what's going on with it. <laughs> did you work on it like as one project, like these are going to be the songs that go in it? Or did you pick out of millions? I know you're one of those guys that has like so many tunes. I have a lot, but, uh, but I, I think um, I sort of subscribe to the idea that the best of whatever era of production gets released and the rest don't ever come out. Yeah. Because I don't think that that's, there's a reason why they weren't released when they were made. So yeah, perhaps I make a lot, but I guess to answer your question, yeah, I make a lot of stuff. And then when I think four or five start to sound like there's a vibe there, I'm like, okay, cool. This is the first half of an album, maybe. Then it's goals from there. Yeah, it's goals of. from there. Yeah. But on this one, you know, I self-released it. So I ultimately it was just me A&Ring the album saying which which tracks I wanted on it, you know, what, what I didn't want on it. So there was no one else saying this doesn't work or this works or you need something else here. Yeah. So that's, an, you know, that's a whole other mind. Mind yeah, fuck. because it's all you. So you're like trying to be another person, like listening to it. Yeah, I mean, I talk, I send stuff to friends, and I get, I get some feedback here and yeah. there. But I mean, how do you? I mean, ultimately, was there anyone else telling you what tracks needed to go anywhere on your album? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. Dre is has made several albums, whether it was the vibes mm-hmm. put together, Popcorn. So he kind of Dre mm-hmm. Skull. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. So I mean, yeah. I've never done anything like that, and we kind of went over the sequencing. Yeah. Together and then like went back and forth on that. And you and you guys have known each other for such a long time. You probably trust each other's ears. I I'm like you're yeah. like the pro at this. I'm yeah. gonna like go like you've done such a good job. Yeah. yeah. I totally trust no, you. No, that's dope. See, I see I do that too. I have I have like a secret weapon. It's not that secret, I talk about it all the time, but I, I use Mike Mike Paradinas who runs Planet Mew. He's put together like most right. most of my stuff, if not almost all of it. Your first album was on the, planet Mew. the first two were on Mew, and then even the other two i did on ninja tune he also helped with those track listings so so i had him helping me with on this one and what was funny was that because even though i was sort of employing him in a sense ultimately at the end i could i could veto him you know because it yeah. wasn't coming out on his label <laughs> so it's like it's almost like i just asked my friend to come argue with me about the track listing right so i can prove to someone that i know what i'm doing i mean if it's a valid argument and like yeah yeah they're well, saying why I mean, yeah, you can get really obtuse because it's art, right? So you can be like, oh, no, but this works because of this. Yeah. And yeah, then, there was a little bit of that. But at the end, like, Dre was like, you know, if you don't want to do this, that's fine. But what I think <laughs> yeah. is this. And I'm like, okay. He started, yeah, he saw the Matrix. Yeah. That, that's like Inception levels when they start, like, good A&Rs. Like, start, like, <laughs> yeah. putting the idea in your head of how they want the album to come out. Yeah, totally. And, like, in... I have been very good the past couple of years on accepting criticism, mm-hmm. which takes a really long time. That's a skill in itself. Yeah. Like, it definitely... Yeah. And giving it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And a, I feel in a, like... In a nice way. In a real way. Yeah. I mean, a very real way. Like, if, hey, if you're going to ask, I'm going to answer you. That's cool. I and like, that. Yeah. And, and if I'm going to ask, I should expect mm. answers. And I don't... I think one of my one good thing that's happened to me is I don't take it personally anymore. That's a great thing. Yeah. And I'm like, this person cares. They listen to the song. They're yeah. not like yeah. trying to. Yeah. Yeah. So It's a slippery slope. I go I go both ways on whether how, how, how I, how criticism affects me. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure, like some people will be like, I don't like this because they would do it different. And yeah. you know their style, and you're like, well, I wouldn't fucking do that. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I was, I was actually just talking to my girlfriend about this. I was like, I was like, yeah, it was it was a hard year, you know, putting this album together, you know. And then actually, wait, the album before that, that that was a hard year too. I was like, I was Hold like, you know, no, I was just like, you know, I think it's because I, I care too much about this. And she was like, no, 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 it's not because you care too much. It's just the nature of your business. It you is. Know, it's really tough. You know, you might not have a second album. You might not have a third yeah. or a fourth or whatever. Like, you gotta you gotta make that happen, and you gotta go through. Also, the- you're like an adult, and <laughs> like you're like still in this teenage world of seeking um, <laughs> ex- like being accepted which like normal adults I don't think have to deal with and you still kind of feel like you're in high school yeah sure there's no like that? that yeah of course I mean well I think social I think all of social media has leveled the playing field for most of us at this point like now everyone is a brand not even a musician yeah. or an artist or whatever like your friend Joe is a brand <laughs> totally. for just being Joe yeah. like no one's being Joe better than like, he is hopefully cool Joe's getting paid to be Joe <laughs> Joe's Go getting- <laughs> Joe like whatever <laughs> right but like and then you're just like who's paying me yeah so totally. that's very funny um yeah i think, yeah, I, I think I that that's like weird that. mm-hmm. um no no I, d- I definitely don't like the competitive nature of the of the business but um you know uh when i when i do the 180 and i like offer some great advice or i i, I help someone out with something that feels really good too and it comes back around so and you've been like one thing about you that's really cool is you've been through every i mean you've been doing this a minute yeah. and you're on what album number six yeah so, you've been doing this since dubstep. <laughs> like, so, well, yeah. Since let's the, date this. Since <laughs> the last, the last maybe perhaps gasp. Of, yeah, and like of a dubstep. lot of people like didn't stay up or like didn't mm. want to move on or and I feel like you've kind of remained relevant throughout this whole thing, which doesn't happen to a lot of people. Yeah, well, it's funny. I mean, I think relevance is like scaled and hard to see if you're in it or you're not. But I think one thing that I've done that has helped me out in in playing sort of the long game, perhaps not so much in the short gains, has been that every album doesn't sound anything at all like the last one. Right. And that's not because I'm active. I'm not even really trying to do that. It's just because I'm making so much that I like. I think I rinse a certain sound. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to make two-step anymore. I made like 50 tracks like yeah. that. I'm going to make this now. But that's you know. called evolving, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny. I tell myself that, like before, you said, like you know, in some ways, I think we are our sort of our growth or, or whatever our development is stunted because we're like just being artists and whatever. Yeah, you know, trying to be young or whatever, young-minded. Um, uh, the thing that makes me recognize that we are still growing is is things like that. Yeah, know, is that for sure. Is growth and yeah, and in different different tastes, you know, that means a lot. Yeah, and you've always kind. Of, it's not like your your style is changing, but your style's changing to you you're not like mm. it's not like you're like oh this is cool now you're like oh i like the sound <laughs> and i don't care what's cool yeah. so that's also what yeah we'll i mean make. i do care but you know it's nice to say i don't care yeah. <laughs> we care when we're done yeah <laughs> like but we're always gonna do what we like i think yeah, yeah. so you know i was thinking about this the other day is that i know you come largely from djing prior to, to making stuff yeah right? and i'm and you're fairly opposite. new to that yeah. yeah i'm like i'm looking at these cdjs i'm still a little daunted when i see them but but i'm loving the migration over to them how how, how are you finding playing out the new album in the clubs it's kind of hard because is it? well all the eps that i made before were like dance 130 like dance yeah made for djing they were kind of mm-hmm. like pools so now 
all these intros and like weird stuff yeah. I have to like make edits. All the music part yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these aren't tracks, these are songs. Right. And it's funny that you're asking because a lot of your tunes are so hard to mix. So hard to mix. <laughs> oh my god. I was trying to mix a couple today. I was on the radio earlier today and I used to I used to to quantize things in triplets. That's how I was initially doing my swing because I never discovered the shuffle function. Yeah. So I was just doing triplets, which you can't mix with anything else that's not in triplets. So everything is just clashing. Yeah. Whether it, it could be bang on the grid, but it's still going to clash. Totally. Like, I know <laughs> I've definitely put your stuff in mixes as well as tried to play out. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell is yeah. Faulty Teal doing? As good as a first track or a final track. <laughs> but I also, like, think that that's, that's usually the case in a lot of producers that I like. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like, really, when that happens, I'm like, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to do these things like I would just add, I think I, told, I was telling you this the other night, like I, I would just add like a 16th note right before the 17th yeah. bar. <laughs> just like, <laughs> because there's a nice, there's like a cinematic dramatic effect of doing that. But like to a to a DJ, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Trust me. I'd be struggling to figure out what just happened. I've done it. Yeah. So when you play now, when you tour, like mm-hmm. you're going to Europe mm-hmm. and are you going to DJ yeah, yeah. I don't even bring my laptop with me anymore. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. But you know, being on radio uh, has really helped because I, I got it was like a nice, warm introduction to just DJing. I could because you, you don't have to mix. You know, you can play a song, you can talk, right. you can get better at mixing and blending, or you can just play music. Yeah. Um, but if I haven't played a gig in like a month, like the first mix or two is scary in the club. Like it's terrifying. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Once I, I mean- lock it in, though, I'm all good. Yeah, you just, I mean, it always takes me like 10 or 15 minutes to yeah, get into it anyways. Yeah. Like imagine if we were doing like four or five sets a week. Well, I mean, we kind of do in ways, but yeah. it's not the same as being in a club. No, no, not night, at all. Little sleep, you know. And like full on faulty DL. Like, <laughs> yeah. Full on like, okay, like people bought my records. This, this is what I'm going to play for them. Yeah. Do people buy records anymore? Yeah, I think they do. No, people, I've gotten a lot of messages like, is this on vinyl? Oh, nice. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah, do you guys do a, uh, a fulfillment through like a mix pack like website or anything? Or huh? yeah, we have like yeah. we have a pretty decent website with merch. And yeah, although stuff I'm sure like I that. could find it probably at like Rough Trade. Well, I don't have it physical right now. Oh yeah, but I but judging by the real, I didn't. I mean, I know people are buying vinyl, but they're yeah. really buying vinyl. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What well, is yours? Are you getting orders? Or? Uh, yeah. Well, I can tell because I set up a band camp, which is cool as an experiment. Right. And so I'm getting the orders coming through there, and that's really great. And it also goes right to my PayPal. So I'm like, this is yeah, literally the most direct. Shout out to Bandcamp. Shout out to Bandcamp and PayPal. <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, but, uh, you know, pressing plants take forever, so I don't even have the vinyl at home yet. Oh, so they're so, just... I mean, it's out. Like, no, it's it's in stores in the UK, at least. They have it. They're shipping it to me now, my distributor. Fire. Yeah. What's up with the name of your album? Heaven is for Quitters. Yes. Um, I think off the bat, uh, now that I'm a little bit removed from it because it's out, I can just say that I think it just sounds cool. <laughs> like I pick names that sound It's a great like, name. Thank you. Thank you. Like I was thinking about like the first album, Love is a Liability. I think I heard someone say that on an infomercial at like 3 a.m. in like 2008. <laughs> like went like, in your brain. <laughs> yeah, and I wrote it down. No, I wrote it down. I was like, love is a liability. What the fuck does that mean? It is, though, if yeah. you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, well, heaven, you know, it's funny is that like the, the darker the name just means the more phone calls I'll get from concerned members of my family. <laughs> Totally. Like, heaven is for quitters. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you ever like <laughs> post a status in your mind? Because we've discussed that our mothers are yeah. probably the same. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that, yeah. Like I'll post something and my mom will like text me right away like, what happened? Yeah, if mine are like dark <laughs> and sort of like morbid sounding, she'll get in touch. But if they're drug related, my whole family knows that I'm just messing around, which is great. Yeah, same. So Actually, they, they, they'll they like, like it or yeah. something. <laughs> I did do an interview once where I, I didn't, I would never shit talk my family. I love my family, of course. But like I got into a little bit of some dynamic of growing up and whatever. You know, you go down that, that rabbit hole, you find something. Um, my mom and my sister and my aunt all sent me very concerned emails. <laughs> uh, but my dad sent me a text like, I get it. <laughs> like, nice one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like my dad's the same, actually. He was like, no, nah, he's just trying to sell a record. He doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did you sell any records? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, I think like, I, I find the music industry so hilarious to me. I still think I'm, f- everything I do is like fulfilling some childhood dreams. So like, if I name an album weird and it gets into some weird context and someone makes a joke out of it, that's like a big check for me. Yeah. Like, I love just doing weird things that, like, I grew up watching. Like, I would like to make a music video where I'm in a jean jacket because I used to watch John Bon Jovi in jean jackets and videos <laughs> as a kid. Like, So when you made the record on Pornhub, that's, like, something you yeah. wanted. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and what's better about my song being on there is that um, is that my bed is on Pornhub. I mean, that's that's just a slow, still panning out, zooming out from my yeah. bed and my apartment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and my girl was cool with it. And even before we put, we, we put it on, she was like, hold on. And she, like, went and grabbed a crystal and, like, put it on, like, like the night table next to it. I was like, all right, it's got her blessing. How did that work? So did they, was that, have they been releasing music or? They had done one uh, video by like an indie act, maybe in the year prior that was, you know, in our realm of awareness, like could be written about on publications that we read and whatnot. I don't remember who it was exactly. I'm not just trying to say that. Like you could find it if you Google it, but um yeah, I just I I don't know. I hit up uh, you know what you know what it is is it's 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 a reaction to to being in the album cycle for so long and doing things in a certain way that that publications aren't necessarily going to jump to write about you because it's your fourth album in right. four or five years or whatever. So you got to think outside the box. Like I'm trying to do interviews now with like Tattoo Magazine because yeah. I have tattoos and stuff. You know, I've never done that before. But uh, I was like, let's put out a music video on Pornhub. It was like a fully formed idea. I knew what I wanted. I just was like, right. let's do this. And the label was like, I guess we could do that. And, and then, it did well. And yeah, it did kind of. <laughs> Why mean, yeah. wouldn't that do well? The, the best part about it, though, was like a year later, Coolio, right? He signs that deal. <laughs> He's going to put out an album with Pornhub. So then there's this whole second wave of press about Pornhub putting out videos through on like Billboard and whatnot and then it says in there like Fall to DL also released a, a track on there you know it goes back to that thing about Nina Kravitz I was yeah, saying you I was earlier just gonna say. off mic like my biggest moments are just like in descriptions of things that much bigger artists have done um, on various platforms but you just never know where you're gonna pop up which is I, really funny yeah if you do enough things you're gonna <laughs> yeah. end up like it's gonna get recycled and some weird shit will come out yeah totally like there will be some after hours think pieces in 10 years <laughs> that are just gonna blow your mind. Well, on like some, well, cool, what, did Coolio ever put that out or what? I don't know what happened with that. No, no, I don't know. Probably on some <laughs> Russian torrent site. I hope. Yeah, it's like maybe a good look for you, but maybe not the best look for Coolio. <laughs> so he came and went to there was like this '90s fest. You know that '90s oh, fest yeah. that happens, and a couple friends of mine went to it, and like he was just. He was like the biggest, the biggest attraction there. He was walking around, just hanging the crowd, out, just hanging out. People are taking photos. There's this one really crazy photo of this like someone spilled a beer all over him while posing for a photo because they were drunk, and the <laughs> camera just catches it mid spill, and it's like a hilarious, <laughs> painful looking thing. It's ever. just yeah, it's literally mid spill. He's like cringing, and it's just it's like Coolio. 
Oh my God. So that, that weekend. Living in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> living in a hipster's paradise. Yeah. Um, that, that weekend of 90s Fest, you know that pizza place Maria's like on Bedford? Mm. Uh, I think, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. It was Sam, one of our producers here, mm-hmm. Wildlife, his birthday. And we kind of ended the night by going to have pizza. Me and him were sitting there. And in walks Polly Shore. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, and he's with this like hot blonde girl, like his age, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like looking like that. There's no way. And then he like orders a pizza and he's drunk out of his mind. <laughs> and he sits down right next to us and he's eating this pizza and he's like, mmm, this is so good. And he's looking, he's like begging for attention, like yeah. looking at every single person in the pizza place like, Bro, isn't this the best pizza? This is so good. And I'm looking at Sam, who's Swiss. Yeah. And I'm like, I like Googled him and showed him my (laughs) phone. And I'm like, and Sam's like, who the fuck is that? You know? And then finally, after him doing that, like engaging in every, and everybody kind of didn't really want to talk to him. Like, (laughs) like no one really knew what to do. Finally, some dude was like, holy shit, can I take a photo? Right. And he's like, nah, nah, babe, let's get out of here. Like, gets all mad and, like, storms out. And I'm like, Uh, you just seriously begged for attention for, like, 20 minutes until someone recognized It would have been 30 seconds if I was there. I'm a huge Biodome fan. (laughs) So am I. And Sino Man. Like, oh, my God. And what's the one where he, like, goes and he's with the the girl in the the farm? He's like... Oh, wait, which one is that? You know what I'm talking about? What's it called? Shout it out if you know it. We're trying to figure it out in the studio oh, here. Oh, what but is like, it called? Polly Shore is amazing. I, I loved Biodome. Does Biodome. he still have the affectation? <laughs> like, you know, that's like, like, he's like, I think of him as like Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait. You know, these, yeah. these characters that have like these crazy physical, like, but that's just part of their act. But I think Polly Shore in person is not all over the he place. He was just a drunk mess. He was just a drunk yeah. mess? Okay, yeah, okay. And then yeah. I realized it was a 90s fest. <laughs> yeah, so you think he was spilling over from that? Maybe he was just... No, in- he definitely... I think he hosted it or something oh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> wow, he probably got so much money for that. Well, then yeah. it was really funny because then my friend who's a makeup artist, like a day later, I guess that soda surge is trying to make a, like... Like a comeback, so they got him. Yeah. Surge? <laughs> yeah. Remember that green soda? It was green. Surge? I was going to say, is it yeah. green? And I'm like, why is Polly Shore popping up everywhere? Yeah. Wait, what was the movie called? Son in Law. Thank you very Son much. Son in Law, yeah. Yes. Son in Law is the movie. And I, yeah, it's great. He's got to get up early. And... <laughs> and then when he walked out of the pizza place, everybody was like, yeah. Yeah, he really wanted to get recognized. He cannot, yeah. and like his girlfriend looked so annoyed. The she whole pro- the like, whole like prom- premise of that movie is like he doesn't want to go. He doesn't have anywhere to go during like spring break or something. Like how many movies start because the student can't stay on campus and has to go somewhere for two weeks? That's like <laughs> boom. Half of eighties and nineties movies start yeah. that way. <laughs> I can't relate. I didn't go to college. I don't know. I did, but we didn't really do spring break. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was this down in Miami? Yeah, I lived in Florida. It was so spring, you were, break, like, all spring break all the time. Spring break all the time. That's wild. You're like, we got to get out of town. Yeah, like, now that I think about it, this is crazy, but most of the kids in my school after they graduated went to Cancun. Okay. But they were like 18. Yeah, like, I'm sure a lot of them got in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go. And then I heard, like, how awful everybody was to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they got back, and I was like, I'm so glad we're no longer friends. Yeah. That trip. That's good. But yeah, like we lived like that, so yeah. I don't know. Cool. It's always sunny. Um, what are you going to play for us? Mm, I'm going to play some stuff off the new album, Heaven is for Quitters, and then I might just play some older Faulty DL stuff. I've got all my albums on there, so I'm going to go through it a bit. So many Faulty DL oh, albums. Yeah, and Faulty DL albums. You can't even say it. Faulty DL. 
<laughs> also, you have a radio show pretty often. I do, yeah, weekly. Uh, if I can plug that, that'd be great. It's yeah. on the lotradio.com, 4 to 6 p.m. Is it always the same day or yep. does it move around? No, it's always Wednesdays, 4 to 6. I'm, sometimes there's like a roving fourth or fifth one in rotation where I switch it by yeah. a couple hours to let Joachim in there. But uh, that's about it. Yeah, it's a very cool show. Thank you. Thanks for so, coming down on Saturday. That was really fun. Super fun. Yeah, we, we had a little do that again. bonfire album release party. Definitely. I'm down with that bonfire. Yeah, I still smell like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Smells familiar in here. Yeah. Big up the lot and their liquor license. Go grab yes. a drink there. Big up the lot and big up Red Bull. Yeah. Let's do this.
Big up, Faulty DL. Get that new record. Heaven is for quitters on your own label called Blueberry. My own label. <laughs> I like this. This is very New York right now. We've got some noise coming. Yeah, there, we have noise everywhere. Um, no, but thank you very much for having me on. This yeah. Was, this was dope. Thank you so much for coming in. And uh, and we'll after party after the pregame. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually we'll make it to the party one day. And you have a website, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. If you go to FaultyDeal.com, that'll bring you somewhere. Good. It'll bring you to all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what? Go to HeavenIsForQuitters.com. That's much more Oh, fun. you got a yeah, website for oh, the album. Yeah. I got a budget for a website. <laughs> Had one. I didn't. No. <laughs> got, I got two years of hosting. 
Oh, so, yeah? So, you know. Two years. Get That's it in good. There. <laughs> yeah. Paid up front. You guys have two years. Yeah. Yeah, hit that up for sure. A um, few songs were just played now and it's a really good album. So. Thank you so much. Go in. Cool. See you soon. Bye. The pregame with Jubilee on Thump.